Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. So, wherever you are, whatever time it is, welcome to That Guy from NFM UK. I'm your host, That Guy from NFM UK. So, today's episode five of the official NFM UK podcast. And today, we welcome the first ever NFM UK competitor to win a GBO Pro title. But not just any pro title, we're talking about the Atlas Pro title. The guest is, of course, our own Scarlett O'Connor. Scarlett took home the title of the Pro Women's Beach at last year's Atlas International in Oklahoma City, walking away with a cool $3,000. So imagine that. You're representing Great Britain at an international show in America, having your flights and accommodation all covered, and you've just took home the title of the Atlas Pro Women's Beach along with $3,000. Prior to this, Scott is a two-time NFMUK Athletic Bikini Beach Champion and has also placed second and third in the pro overalls with NFMUK. Today's podcast focuses on Scott's journey in becoming Miss Atlas 2019. Scott has only just started competing back in June 2018, which means in 18 months, she has already won a prestigious international title with prize money, something only a handful of British competitors have ever done, and that is a fact. Scott talks about persevering despite missing out on the trip to America twice, and also how she prepared herself for the Atlas, knowing that she would be up against two girls who had already beaten her at previous NFMUK shows. We also talk about her plans for 2020 especially as she was awarded the NFM UK Wildcard 2019, which allows her to return to the Atlas International fully funded. One thing we didn't touch on too much in the episode is Scarlett's life outside competing. Something you guys may not know is she's a mother to a 16-year-old son. She has a full-time job outside the industry, but is currently launching a separate business focusing on helping other women to achieve their fitness goals. Now, as always, guys, please do give us a thumbs up for this episode and any other episode you may have listened to. Hope you guys do enjoy the episode. It is a long one. And also, on that note, let me know what you'd like to hear in future episodes and other special guests we should invite. Anyway, let's get started. Here's episode five of That Guy from NFM UK. Women's Beach Champion 2019. Has it sunk in yet? Um... (laughs) No, I don't think so. Uh, it it still all feels a little bit surreal, to be honest. Um, like the whole experience, um, it was a it was absolutely incredible in in every way, uh, and obviously the result. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I feel we I feel there's so much we can talk about, given the fact that 2018 was the first time you competed. Then you made your debut with NFM UK, and then of course 2019, a night champions. Over to the Atlas. There's, there's so much I do want to cover, which, um, I mean, what I will say is there's, there's lots of areas I do want to talk to you about, and there's no way I could fit it all in one podcast. So this podcast, this episode will all just be about your road to the Atlas. And no doubt we'll be getting you back on for a few more episodes because there's so much, so much, I believe, that people don't know about yourself, which I find very inspiring. And there's a lot of things which I do want to hopefully share in future episodes. But... This one is all oh, about you. you becoming Miss Atlas. Well, before <laughs> that, 
you may as well start, start Scarlett. Tell us all about uh, what got you into competing and where you started. Ah, okay. What what got me into competing? So, well, I never I never really meant to get into competing. Um, I I wasn't really sure. I I guess I didn't really know about that world too much. Um, I had a friend uh, Nathan, who's now my coach, um, who had done that. I we we'd been friends for many years, and um, yeah, I watched him kind of go into that world. So I kind of knew of it. Um, but yeah, it wasn't something I was I was planning on going into. I I trained for years. I mean, I trained for probably I don't know probably a good ten years. I started off with running for years, um, and then moved to weights. Um, and I probably I don't know yeah trained probably quite hard for the last five years. Um, I'm particularly intense <laughs> in the last kind of two years since getting into this. Um, and yeah, and then uh, so I moved. I I lived in Bristol. I moved to Jersey. Uh, what would be three, three and a half years ago now. Um, and a couple of years back, I joined uh, another gym around here, um, which is now like my family there. They're lovely. Um, and I joined there and I started training there. And it's a bit more of a kind of bodybuilder's gym, I guess. Um, and somebody's there said to me one day, oh, you should, like, you should power lift. Um, and so I came home. I, did, I didn't really know what powerlifting was. Like, I, I kind of did, but didn't. So I came home, had a look at it, like, looked at competitions, and it, it really, it just wasn't really for me. Um, and then, what, but while I was looking for these competitions and looking for something local, like in Bristol or Gloucester or Wales or somewhere not too far, um, I came across this other competition. Um, I wasn't really sure what it was. I didn't really... Uh, I definitely did, didn't realise what I was entering. Um, but I kind of went through the categories um, and I seen that they had a fit mums category and it was only, I don't know, 25 or £30 to enter. And I, at this point, I was feeling like quite nice with my body. I've worked like really, really hard. Like, obviously things that I don't like about my body, like everybody, but my stomach, which was always my biggest downfall, um, from having a baby um, is what I'd worked really hard on. And I could see that underneath there was a, there was a six pack. My, my stomach was tired. Um, I looked, I, I'd worked really hard. So I seen this fit mums category and just thought, oh yeah, I'm going to enter this. It's only, I know, 25, 30 pounds. So I just entered. Um, and then I've, I think it was the next morning, I mean, the next day, the, the lady who's running the show contacted me um and she said like oh hi uh, I, I uh you've entered the competition uh just wanted to check i get a bit of background on you um so have you done anything like this before do you know what a t walk is do you know what i walk is do you know what i kind of at the end of the phone like no <laughs> no love you're you're kind of talking japanese <laughs> it's like you're talking japanese to me um and she said okay, okay. <laughs> uh okay, so have you, have you got a bikini? Have you got heels? Have you got, I was like, well, yeah, I own a bikini. Yeah, like, yeah, I own heels. And she said, no, 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 no. Do you own a competition bikini? Do you own posing heels? Um, and it's like, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I actually had to go and meet with her a few days later uh, and spend an hour with this lady so she could show me uh, kind of how to walk, what was expected, and it just blew my mind away. I mean, I walked away and spent an hour with her, and I walked away just like, wow, I, I've I, got to do what? <laughs> it's, it's worth saying as well that 
you actually still have that video as well of your first ever uh, <laughs> practice tea walk. You have to share it one day and, and link it oh, to <laughs> how you do your tea walk now because once again, just, just bear in mind everyone as well. So your first show, which you happened to fall, fall by by accident, was August 2018. And your last show oh, no, you competed, no, where you won the Atlas, was November 2019 so a 13-month difference and it's definitely worth you posting that video of your first ever <laughs> practice tea walk versus oh. your your walk in Atlas just two completely different women on stage really oh yeah I know isn't it um Eva I'm 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 proud I'm I'm, I'm proud of what I've achieved in this time um I really it's quite embarrassing but, back, but I know that that's that's reality that's yeah never... so but yeah. obviously your first show had a happy ending <laughs> as well because what, what was the result in your first show uh so that um so the show was five weeks later and the result in my first show I think I took two, three first places um or two first places and a second third I'm not sure I come home with with trophies to celebrate so um yeah that was yeah amazing my first show uh, with, with a lot of other women um I just absolutely that that day though um like in the lead up to it when I, when I found out kind of um because I remember coming home after seeing her and looking online at like competition bikinis and everything else and adding it all up and I mean I was shocked <laughs> I was shocked by all of it um so I went on eBay and like bought myself a cheap bikini um thinking that I would just go through with it it, it was a bit of a challenge for myself like I had five weeks which to me seemed like a lifetime I couldn't believe that I was gonna have to try and stick to some sort of diet um my the, the guy who owns my local gym kindly um I walked in I think the next day and said oh by the way I go to this competition um and by the time I left that day he had written me a a kind of diet uh, or, or suggested that if you're going to do this in five weeks time this is what you should be eating every day and honestly I, I just thought this is torture <laughs> but because it was a lot of chicken and eggs there wasn't much enjoy enjoyment out of this diet and um, I had never stuck to anything for longer than a day never mind five weeks so um yeah, I, I thought well, none of my friends could really understand why I was doing it, what what I was going to get out of it. But it was amazing what I felt like I was getting out of it. Every day that I kind of did stick to it, I did this extra cardio, I worked harder, I I was learning this posing, I was working towards something. And it was just for me. Um, yeah, it was really rewarding, uh, more rewarding than I thought it would be. I thought it would just be challenging and tough, but that challenging and tough is... Yeah, it's what I've got addicted to, I think. With, without a doubt. Really? I think uh, whether you have your first show is very much uh, you know, what you take out of it. Um, you know, the, the journey, get on stage. The journey. You know, the result isn't so much important because it's the first time your physique, your body has transformed into something where you look at thinking, I've put in this amount of weeks or months of work, sacrifice, dedication into my training, into my meal prep, and this is the end result. And now I'm thinking, how can I take it further next Another time level. which yeah. of course for you two months later you still made your <laughs> nfm uk debut uh nfm uk uh, debut where you won your amateur show you won your pro class and you went at qualified for the overalls so to talk to me about the uh your debut in the overalls where it was very much between yourself 
and someone you become very familiar with now, uh, <laughs> Abby Willis. Uh, well, what an amazing day that was. So, yeah, my only my second show. I come across NFM um, because I decided I was going to compete again. Um, I, I enjoyed that first day so much that it's like, right, this is for me. This is what I'm going to do. Um, so I looked at all the different shows out there and NFM really, really stood out for me, um, particularly because it's it gives so much back, which it when I look at first glance, not knowing anything about any of this uh, or any of these shows, um, it it doesn't seem like unless you were... I don't know, the top, the top do, doing the best, then maybe you necessarily got anything back. And the opportunities with NFM were just so obvious. Um, it, it just seemed crazy not to, to be honest. So um, coming to NFM, I came on my own for the day. I didn't expect, I expected to be there for my class and probably that was it. Um, I think I entered, did I enter three categories yeah i remember um you entered the beginner's bikini and yourself and another girl called louise uh, we actually moved you both into the athletic bikini class and um i remember it was the fit bombs oh, class was... and the athletic bikini class yeah that was right yeah um and so i won the athletic class um which was amazing and so i got through to be invited through to the the pro show or the evening, which I wasn't expecting at all. Um, and then on the evening, um, I won my category again. So winning the pro athletic through to the overalls. Um, just just that moment, uh, it, it, it'd been a really long day. It all come very unexpected. Uh, I, I think I was just so high on life <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Um, and, and it's worth, and it's worth saying, sorry, sorry, it's, sorry uh, just jump in there. It's worth saying as well, yeah. uh, because I know you're about to go into the, the overall the overall class. It's worth noting that at this point, the, in 2018, we were only offering the overall winner the ticket to America. So there was four girls in the pro overalls, but only one ticket to America at this point. And this was the first time we ever offered something like this. So... Go on, why, why don't you get, carry on on the, uh, on the pro overalls and how you did there? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, leading up to this, I'd obviously, from the moment I'd seen NFM and decided to enter, wanted that ticket to America. Who doesn't? Right? You, you enter wanting that ticket. But to then be stood there in the overalls, um, well, yeah, it was amazing. And to then come second and to Abby, like, Absolutely, obviously, I was gutted. I missed out on America. Who isn't? <laughs> but I, I mean, Abby absolutely deserved to win in every every way, um, and to just be up there as the last, as the second person, as the last people, uh, women on that stage. Um, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Uh, it was very emotional that night, going backstage, being kind of the place is almost cleared out by that point, hasn't it? You've only got the last remaining kind of people and families around. Um, and wow, did I leave with a lot? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do remember. I mean, to be fair, go back to one point. You said uh, you said you were gutted about uh, losing. Well, I'll tell you what, you uh, definitely hit that much better than the nice Chappies photo. Because I remember we got iconic photo from <laughs> the first show you competed in where Abby's on the floor hands of her face and you be a, a fan uh, showing great sportsmanship um obviously applauding her that she she got a win 
And of course, Abby then went on to the Atlas uh, in November 2018, where she came second in the uh, the Pro Atlas uh, Beach lineup. But of course, for yourself, I mean, I guess what, one question I want to ask here then is you came second. You mentioned, obviously, yeah, you were good. You missed out on a ticket. But to be fair, it was only you just competed for the first like, yeah. two or three months. I... So talk to me about the what was your mentality going into Night Champions 2019, where you knew at this time you've competed already once with NFM, but also you have a pro title to defend. Therefore, really, you are seen as one of the favorites for the potential pro title, but also going to America as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a tough beginning, to be honest, to my prep. I fell down my stairs at home and I fractured my coccyx, um, which still now bothers me. Um, it's, so that really set back my prep and I, I kind of struggled through it. I mean, I was, I could barely move for a couple of weeks. Um, so that, that didn't help me at all. Um, and, and I pushed through my I, I pushed through the prep and lead up to that to that day um and kind of I say I put everything in I like to think I put everything in but I feel like I could have put more if I hadn't been set back um but I can't use excuses but uh yeah it was leading up to that day I think I was checking everything checking everyone's Instagram checking who's entering checking just checking everything um, constantly on NFM. Who's liking, who's tagging, who's, um, who's going to be there that day. Uh, I'd got more, obviously, back la- the year before. I-, I didn't really know anything about this sport or follow anybody. So over that time, I'd started taking, obviously, a lot more interest um, in the sport itself and following lots of motivational women. Um, and so, yeah, leading up to it, there were a few people, uh, including Helen and Elia, <laughs> who turned up who I kind of seen when it on the day I was just like oh dear <laughs> uh, because I'd watched them I'd been following them and I'd watched them go to every, kind of around the country winning things um, so yeah I think that probably unnerved <laughs> me a little bit as well on the day um, and yeah I as soon as I as soon as I walked in um, I saw Lexi who's absolutely stunning um, as a beautiful body and that was the first thing that caught my eye so um, yeah it was to then come on stage and I mean the the lineup of ladies I was in uh, amazing physiques um, all carried themselves we were up there for a long time so it must have been a tough decision um, so yeah it was it was it was hard um, and then yeah obviously then we had the overalls again. Yeah, so I just want to touch. Um, I want to go back because I think you're selling yourself a bit short in the pro athletic bikini class because that was a very, very tough class where you had oh, so six it? girls in total. Um, I think three of them were the winners from the amateur classes. Uh, we had which one of them was Kimberly, who joined you, of course, in, in the oh, athletic. She yeah, won. Had the, she well, she won your title at the Super Show, that means you already qualified for the Atlas. But of course, yeah, it was six girls in that class. Very, very tough lineup, which of course then you became a two-time pro athletic bikini champion. <laughs> so uh, you defend your champ- your title. And of I course, did. then you qualify for the overalls. And if I, if anybody doesn't know, the overall lineup, which has happened to be yourself, and the two names you already mentioned already, 
Helen, who just competed the day before, and Lexi, who before then seemed to be winning every show she competed in. So um, you're, you're, you're in the three, and this time we're offering two tickets to America, which unfortunately meant that only one person will miss out. So just talk me through that. When you went to the overalls, when you were backstage ready to go back on stage, um, how are you feeling knowing that, okay, this time you're going up against two girls who you said you do follow and you were aware of? Um, uh, it's a hard one. I think like inside I was just like, I'm actually here. I've made it. <laughs> like I, I won and I'm up again. Look at these women. Look how beautiful they are. And they're, Oh, <laughs> so much. I probably knocked my own confidence a little bit before going on stage, to be honest. Um, I didn't, I don't know. I, in the lead up to that show, was definitely a, di- a different lead up to it was when we went to America in terms of my prep and stuff and mentally and, uh, yeah, the way it all, it all affected me. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, backstage, it was a little bit unnerving. Um, but proud to be, to know it, like, to be there as, uh, going on stage, having won my cat, had come that day to, to win my category, obviously, and I had, so, um, to then be stood on that stage with the opportunity for America again, which is obviously what I wanted, (laughs) that's the reason we're all there to win, (laughs) um, yeah, it was, it was going to be gutting, (laughs) And I think you caught that that look of mine pretty well, didn't you, Suki? <laughs> yeah, a full out. It wasn't myself. I didn't. I wasn't behind the camera, but it was unfortunate that with, with only three girls on stage, the first name I had to call out in third place was, of course, yourself. Uh, where it meant then you missed out on the ticket to America, and it was very much between Helen and Lexi. Helen coming second, Lexi coming first. And as you pointed out, there is a photo which I've posted a few times. Um, yes, you have. Quite a few, too many times in your eye. That did catch <laughs> the fact that if 2018, you were just proud to be on stage, thankful that you were, you were in the overalls on your first ever year when Abby won, this time it did look like that, you know what, I'm gunning for that ticket to America. I don't want to miss out again, which unfortunately there had to be one person that missed out a ticket. In that occasion, it was yourself. So I would ask this then, because it was a second time in the space of eight months where you reached the overalls and you missed out a ticket to America. What was your thinking overall? Just thinking even, would you even come back to NFM UK and try again, knowing that it's the same time you've missed out? Um. I wasn't sure. I mean, I was all sort of emotions afterwards. Um, and, and I go back to, like, it's no excuse with, with fracturing my coccyx, but it really did set me back. And it it frustrated me and it affected me. And that really bothered me at the end of at the, the result as well, because I didn't, I, don't, I didn't practice as often as I, I should have been practicing. I didn't, there were, there were things I didn't do that I should have done um, if I wanted if I really, really wanted to win, if I really wanted that trip to America, I, there were extra things I should have been doing and I didn't do them. So um, I kind of had to take that a bit on 
like on me and just be proud to even be up there. I mean, I've not been competing a year and to have come, to have got that close um, and to have been up there. Um, I'd have definitely got, yeah, I'd have definitely been back. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's always no doubt about it. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's, that's what I want to hear. Because of course then, the, week, the, the following seven days then became quite dramatic for myself uh, because unfortunately, Alexi was unable to accept the ticket to America. Uh, no fault to herself. It was complete outside uh, influences and, and situations. So it was nothing to do with Lexi or a partner. But it did mean that she had to forfeit her ticket, which often led to me dropping you a message one evening saying, Scarlett, I need to talk to you <laughs> ASAP. At the time, I think you thought it was going to be about the the photos issues because I know we had, yeah. uh, we had an issue on my day for the pro show and I dropped you a call on FaceTime uh, what did, yeah, what did, what did so... you think I was going to talk about then? <laughs> yeah so I thought you were calling me to talk about the photos I had come home from work I think I had cut the grass so I had made some dinner uh, and I hadn't had a shower or done anything in between any of this so I think when you called, like, I had no makeup on my face. My hair was a mess. I looked a mess. And I just thought, oh, it doesn't matter. It's only Suki. And he's only, he's probably, oh, he loves it. I've seen him. He likes a FaceTime, doesn't he? So he's probably just FaceTiming because it's easier or something. And he just wants to talk about these photos. So I thought, oh, it doesn't even matter. I'll just answer. <laughs> yeah, as always, my, uh, my timing is impeccable. So, uh-huh. um, but of course, <laughs> I gave you a call. And I was kind of like, slow my words down, you know, rolling my eyes, saying, unfortunately, you know, I know about the photo situation. But of course, that's when I told you about the situation with Lexi. That fortunately she had to for- fortunately she had to forfeit her ticket to America. And then I mentioned that we have to offer the ticket to the next person who is highest ranked and I champions. And then of course that led me to me saying, Scarlett, will you accept the the new ticket to yourself? to come join Team GB out in Oklahoma at the Atlas International 2019. And uh, glad to say you accepted. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> that was it. So, I mean, uh, oh. it was, uh, and, and, and it, was a, it, was a, it was a strange one for myself, and I, I will be honest, because I knew how hard you worked for Night Champions. I saw what you brought back in 2018, and thought it, was a, it was unfortunate that on both occasions, when you missed out on America and you were going to America now, but you didn't have your, that moment on stage where you, you knew you, you won the ticket. You got the ticket on stage in front of everybody, which, of course, uh, we now know what happened uh, later, later <laughs> that year. But um, talk to me about, um, obviously, I told you, you're going to Atlas. Oh. Uh, it was after the drama. I think it must be only about a week after Night Champions. What was yeah. going through your head now? Well, I, I mean, by this point, I am feeling so I don't know, proud of myself and what I did achieve and just accepting of the situation and, and proud of those ladies that are going. And I, I was just in, it, it came such a shock, obviously. Um, I, I was, it, well, yeah, it's overwhelming. It was overwhelming. In, and, and the whole thing was the whole lead up to it, knowing... Um, like, who gets that opportunity? I mean, I've certainly never had anything like that before. Um, to be taken to be taken to America 
part of a team to represent Great Britain out there um, competing. Um, yeah, it, well, yeah, I just, I just couldn't believe that. I, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain that, how I felt. It's like I went into shock. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much did. I, I do, I I do I remember just... the call. Um, um, yeah. So, obviously now, it meant that you were prepping for uh, for the Athens International. Now meant you've got a sh- another show to focus on. But, of course, I will mention as well, you uh, at that time as well, you qualified for the PCA uh, British Finals. I believe you came in the top six, was it, as well, yeah. in the finals? Yeah. Yeah. So it, you, yes. you came in the top six. Now, the one thing I will ask this because you did say this to me leading up to the show, uh, leading up to the Atlas. You knew that all your competitors who are going out to America had earned their ticket through the, I don't want to say the correct avenues, but they earned their ticket yeah. on the actual show. You know, they came first or second in their overalls. But I, I remember you told me that a party felt they didn't deserve it because. It felt like it was forfeit, and therefore you're just taking over someone's ticket because someone couldn't make the show. So, how long were you feeling that way? And at what point did that? I mean, did that stay in your head all the way up to the show? Um, I think a little bit. I think it got less. Like it, 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 it did get less. Um, and I mean, and I know if I think about what I did day in, day out. Um, it's yeah. I worked. I, I worked for it. I worked hard. I, de- I, I, I definitely did deserve to be. I, yeah, I did deserve to be there. But did I feel? Mm, no, I probably didn't feel like. I maybe even haven't felt like that until I've come home and reflected on it all. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the truth. Thinking about it. W- would you say that was a motivation driver as well? You know, when you were training all those sessions doing your cardio first in the morning which you always post on your story was that mot- was that motivation was that driver for you knowing that i'm going i'm going to america and i'm well yeah I'm, no you, you, you mentioned as well about night champions there were things you could have done better but yeah. you didn't and you didn't want to make excuses so this seemed to be another opportunity just fading away by saying here's another chance I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to leave everything on the table. I'm going to leave nothing to chance, leave no stone unturned. And that's exactly what I did that time. Yeah. Um, And I guess that's come with taking the sport more seriously as well. Like when I first went into it, obviously it was by mistake, really. I didn't didn't realise what I was entering. I never expected to fall in love with it all as much as I have. Um, And yeah, I guess like anything, isn't it? The more you do it, the more you learn and the better you become at it. And, and I knew I could do better. Um, I think it's like you said earlier, like you get yourself into that condition, then you want to go another level. Like now I want to go another level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed at what I achieved, but now, I wanna, and now I've got a, a burning desire to take it another level. <laughs> okay, so you're coming, you're coming up with the Atlas now. It's worth, just, it's worth pointing out as well, is that I, I believe, what people, some people don't know about you as well is you don't work in the fitness industry, but also you are a mother as well of a of a sixteen year old boy as well. Well, a sixteen year old yeah. boy, I would say sixteen year old man really because he's far more mature than I was when I was sixteen. I'm, I met uh, Cameron. <laughs> um, of course, it was it was sixteenth birthday after the show. Fifteen year old, uh, yeah. fifteen year old lad. But 
you obviously had all this coming as well because you you got a son as well. So I like it's just wake up, prep your food, go to the gym, come back, you know, prep your food, and just carry on that cycle. You do have a life outside of the gym, outside competing. So given all that said, what were you? What what, what um? Did you have any predictions or what, what results were you aiming for knowing that you go out to the Atlas as, a, as probably one of the competitors with the least amount of experience? What was, the, uh, what was your prediction? What were you aiming for? Oh, um, what was I aiming for? To, to, to have the fear then that I had done everything I could. Because um, I, I, I mean... Yeah, I, the opportunity being taken out to me. I wanted to bring the best that I absolutely, that I could. Um, and I felt like that when I got out to America. So I felt, I think on the Friday night when, um, which I always look forward to, the night before and you can have a little drink. Um, the night before, it, it seeing the 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 reaction from the team when we started like when we were practicing on the evening um it really set in that night i think to me that actually you've, you've done really well you you couldn't have done if you if you're reflecting back because we all kind of reflected that evening a bit on um prep and it was like i've done everything i could have done i i've done everything the pros say you should do i've practiced every day i've done i've done, i've kept I've kept to everything. Um, it was to have that feeling, and I had that feeling. And I was in America. I've never been to America before. Oh, <laughs> so, it's worth, it's worth pointing out as well. I mean, I... Um, what an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one thing I do want to ask as well, you you were the only... Abby and Helen were also in the same class as yourself. Now, Abby and Helen haven't stepped on stage against each other yet. However, you've stepped on stage already against Abby and Helen. You spent yeah. a stage against Abby in 2018, where you missed out on my ticket to America. And yeah. you stepped a stage against Helen in the overalls, where you missed out on the ticket again to America. So if we're looking at a ranking side, it did look like yeah. Abby and yeah. Helen were, if we had to say who are the favourites to win the Atlas title, we, if we have to go based on results, it looked like it was Abby, Helen and yourself. Yeah. How were you feeling about returning back on stage against Abby and Helen? Less, less, less about everybody else around the world. It's more on the two GB girls where you've had experience competing against them. Was there anything in your head thinking, I've been on stage against them before, will I beat them? Or did you feel, you know what, this package I brought is so much different than what I brought back in Night Champions and the year before? Um... Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I definitely brought a different package this time. Um, and again, I, I knew that I was bringing my best, um, which I've done, I've done before. I've, I've still brought my best. I've just, it's been my best at that time in my life and what I've been learning. So, um, I yeah, I brought my, I was bringing my best and I've learned, I don't know, it, through this as well that it's it's down to the judges so i i enjoy the journey i i was overwhelmed by the fact i was being taken out there um i hoped i hoped i'd i i dreamed i didn't hope i dreamed i wished i believed 
like I did all everything you're meant to do to um, believe I was going to win. I didn't really think about coming second or third or fourth, I guess, to Abby or Helen or what their result was going to be. I tried yeah. to make sure I didn't do that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and just focus on me wanting to win. <laughs> so, so before the Atlas, you had in your head, you believed that not only have you brought your best, but you believed you could win the Atlas title. Mm, I, I, I told myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I did everything, but there's, I, I, did I actually really believe it would happen? Not really. I just did everything you're meant to do yeah. in order for it to happen, which is to believe. So every day, a lot of self-talk, a lot of self-talk, a lot of telling myself that I can do it and I will do it and I will win. And, Imagining it, imagining the stage, imagining the people, imagining the judges there, uh, practicing it over and over again. So in that respect, yeah, I did believe. Did I really, did I, it's too far, <laughs> it's a hard one, isn't it? Yes, I believed, because I told myself every single day I believed. But when it happened, I couldn't believe it. Well, let's not, let's so... not get too far, hey, we're going right to the end here. But i tell you what, let, talk, talk to me about when you, so... It was obviously it was a fantastic experience, especially for myself. I remember when I was watching you girls go on stage, it was yourself, Helen, Abby. I was like, geez, man. Each one of you, when, it, when each of you guys came on, I was like, oh, my God, Helen's brought her best. Helen's going to win this show. Oh, Abby's come out. Oh, my God, she's even, she's even better than what she was last year. You come out. <laughs> oh, my God, Scarlett. Look, I mean, everyone's physiques look so much different on the show day itself, oh, yeah. on stage, under the lights, the makeup, with the tan, everything, the bikini. All of that, so it just looks for me. It was, I know I've seen your physiques already before, all three of you. It was just had that more shock and wow factor for all three of you <laughs> when you were on stage. But when you came off stage the first time, it looked like, in my eyes, and probably the crowds, it looked like it was very much between Jeanette, who was from Puerto Rico, and Abby. That that looked like it was between those two because they were in the center. Now we all know about GBO judges. Uh, well, sorry, place people. In, in a different way, so it keeps you guessing. How did you feel when you came off stage the first time? Um, that I had, I'd, I'd, I felt really comfortable, um, that I'd really enjoyed it up there, that I'd brought my best. So, did you think you were in the top five? Uh, I hoped I would be. I was still doing the same. Yes, you've got this. Do you know what I mean? Lots of self-talk. Um, just lots and lots of self-talk. So... I, I hoped I well yeah I really hoped I had I hoped I were what the that doing what was what the judges were looking for. Did you think? Um, did you have an idea where you may have placed? Like, did you think top five, top three, maybe top two? But you were you were uh, close I to the centre. You we, were close to the centre as well. So it's there's nothing wrong with saying like you know you know what I I, think I, I didn't even think about that. I gotta be honest. Sorry. When, when you mentioned it afterwards to say about kind of where people were stood, yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't even thought about it whilst I was up there. And that's probably because of my, because of my experience again, I guess. Probably um, it, it just didn't, I was enjoying it so much up there and thinking about everything else that you've got to think about whilst you're up there. Um, that I don't think, I don't think it even crossed my mind that I wasn't in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously um, after that, the next step for on the GBO stage is a, you guys all come back out uh, one at a time, doing your line walk, and then you all go at the back of the stage. 
And then one of the judges goes back to the stage and announces to you guys, not to the crowd, we still have no idea who's in the top five, but you guys find out who's in the top five first. What point, how many names did they, did they call out before we said your name, as in you're in the top five and you're going to come back out of stage? Oh, so uh, when they went through the names, I, I, I was just in one, I, I don't know, I was third called out or something. Um, I think Helen was one of the first, was she to go be called? Yeah. Um, and she was actually, she was fourth, wasn't she? But I'm sure she, uh, I might have that wrong. Um, I'm sure Helen got called out first. And then, and then was it myself and Ab- Abby before me? I'm, oh, it all still feels a bit, <laughs> I'm not sure. In what order we went out back onto the stage. But, but the main um, thing was that we were... all three of you made the top five. Ah, oh, and how amazing was that? Being stood up there, just, ah, oh, incredible. All, all three of us to be up there in the top five out of, I don't know, 20 plus women from lots of different countries uh, who all look phenomenal um, for all three of us to have come over as part of the team. It, it, it amazing. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to cast your mind back. I want you to go... Put back in your head, all five girls were lined up in the centre. And this is where the uh, the MC was doing the announcement on the top five in reverse order. So when he announced, it was one of the girls, the American, who was fifth place. What was going through your head at that point? It meant that you know, you're fifth place, that's gone to somebody else. You were in the top four. Uh, I'm trying to, so my brain's going... Oh my goodness. Okay, so you're in the top four, and then the other part, it's like two sides to it, isn't it? And then the other side's going, No, you've got this. Come on, you've got this. And then the other side's going, No, 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 you're going to be called. You're going to be called now. You're going to be called. <laughs> and then, of course, then the MC announces in fourth place was Helen from, from, from Great Britain, who was yeah. obviously one of the athletes who beat you at Night Champions. So she's taking her fourth place. Which means now you are in. You're guaranteed in the top three. Oh, so now I'm thinking. Uh, well, now I'm thinking I'm third. So you you thought at this I've point still... you definitely got third. Yeah, I've got the. It's it's every time from the minute we got called up into the top five, it's like okay, it's going to be your name. It's going to be your name. It's going to be your name. And then the other side of you going, no, 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 you've got this. Come on. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and then they called third, didn't they? Um, which was Jeanette from Puerto Rico, which oh, meant and, ne- oh, nearly, nearly over 12 months, well, 13 months since October 2018, where you made your NFM UK debut. It was you and Abby in the centre all over again. Um, and you can see us on the video. I'm just like... <laughs> like oh my god it's just us up here ah can you believe it <laughs> oh. and I it was just like yeah exactly that deja vu and I thought um, at that point Abby's got it do you know what I mean so, so did, you, um, did you feel then sorry you, you just said it did you feel that Abby was going to win it or was still part of you well, in fact how much I, I think how until much that moment was, sorry I think until that moment that it was I think right up until that moment all the way through I hadn't been thinking about where Abby and Helen were going to place. Um, I'd just been telling myself, and I'd worked telling myself, grinded telling myself, that I was going to win. 
and I think that moment it was just then us two it was like uh oh no Scarlett <laughs> deja vu <laughs> Abby has got this and look at her do you know what I mean so um yeah at, at that point I think I thought no no you it's not you haven't got this it's that you've got this but she's winning <laughs> my god I, I, I would hate to be in your head it was like just sounds like two sides <laughs> completely fighting but you know, am i the only one with know, this no there we go but of course <laughs> of course then it did oh, mean god. you got abby who came second last year and we got yourself who missed out in 2018 missed out on night champions abby beat you in 2018 helen beat you in 2019 <laughs> mc did the, did the announcement the winner in first place from Great Britain, and then of course they announced your name, Scarlett O'Connor, the winner of the Atlas Beach title. And you know, hats off to Matt, uh, to Matt Thomas, the photographer on the day, absolutely oh, captured some amazing. fantastic shots of yourself, of Abby. Literally, you could see the joy on her, her face as well that she knew how much it meant to you. You saw the shock oh. on your face, and then of course, we had another shot with Helen joining you two as well, where Helen was in, was in just look in admiration looking at you as well. And you you, you saw oh, how much you met yourself and the team. The the reaction honestly from those girls was unreal. Like it uh, unreal. It it meant it means it it meant it still means so much. Um like it's so like anybody who competes knows that it's it's tough. Like you want that first place, and it's hard hitting when you don't get it. And you're talking twenty girls in category. Twenty girls don't get that first place, and it's hard hitting for everybody. And um, both Helen and Abby had worked really hard. And I mean, Abby had obviously gone out to America last year, and she had worked her whole year dedicated to GBO um, and NFM, and had gone out this year to win. So to have that reaction when she's she's human she's being hit the same as any other athlete is like uh her and helen um it, it just says so much about them as people um it was unreal yeah really all, the whole thing was just overwhelming <laughs> and of <laughs> course the there was there was a small matter of prize money which you won which was higher <laughs> than what it was in 2018 it did mean not only did you have a massive trophy, but you also had a giant check <laughs> giving a huge number of $3,000, which you were able to oh, take home as well. How amazing is that? Like, so, I mean, just to add to the opportunity of being of going out to America, um, yeah, I've come home with $3,000. And you are now the first ever NFM UK competitor to actually win the uh, a GBO title. So, Got, you know, in 10 years time when we do a NFM UK pub quiz and we ask the question who was the first ever NFM UK competitor to win <laughs> a GBO title the answer will be Scarlett Connor in November 2019 oh I love that <laughs> so I mean what, what, what and if we just follow up on that as well I'll be one thing I will say is the reaction wasn't just of Helen and also Abby there's also the reaction oh, of all the guys, well, backstage, the whole team. Vic, Kim, Chris, 
Die Hardy was pretty mm-hmm. much me, the uh, the two time Mr. Atlas champion. I know he was like flawed when you came on stage with your with your physique, as were you know clearly the judges because it felt like you were very much. I think you probably knew this as well. It did feel that like you were very much the underdog, really. When we look at yeah. the rankings, it, uh, I also did feel that this this was this was amazing. I, I don't know if this may have helped you as well, but. Throughout the entire trip, it was very much you were just happy to be there, as in be part of a team. You didn't feel like you put any pressure on yourself, and you were just able to say, I'm going to go by my business. And maybe that was because you already knew that you've done all the hard work, you've done everything you can to make this happen, and you're going to enjoy every moment of it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like, I'm usually quite frequent on my phone, or I've certainly become, I mean, I never used to use Instagram or anything um, until this kind of last year. And I've definitely become a more frequent user of it. But over that whole time, like, although I wanted to share bits, which, so I would pick up my phone and try to make a bit of a conscious effort now again, I, I pretty much put my phone down a lot of the time um, and just really enjoyed it. Enjoyed being with everybody, having conversations with everybody, getting to know the team. Uh, obviously, we didn't, we didn't really know each other. I made an effort of coming to um, the September show to meet whoever was going to come through and win, uh, come with us or join the team, uh, which I'll do again this year. Um, so I, I'd met I'd met people, and obviously I'd met Helen at the show, and I had met Abby the year before. Um, but there's the Lots of people I, I still don't really I still don't really know them. So um, and a lot of the guys I didn't know either. So yeah, I just made a real effort to I guess just in well, not effort. I just enjoyed it. Enjoyed getting to know everybody. Everyone was lovely. Um, enjoyed the fact I was yeah just soaked it up. Really, we're in we're in America. It's a new place to be. It's a bit like being on holiday, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. I'd be stressed on holiday, um, surely. <laughs> Even if you are on prep, like by that point, there wasn't really much else you could do. We we're, we're, we're about to go on stage almost, do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, and I think that feeling of just knowing I had done everything and I continue to when we got to America and we went to Walmart and everybody stocked up on and filled the house with lots of good stuff. Um, I didn't buy anything. <laughs> Exactly. Except and rice. <laughs> and it's, it's worth also then talking because now, right. I mean, I guess the next day as well, the next day Bob came over and he gave you the $3,000 in cash as he did the prize money to everybody. just felt even more real. This time you got your cash in your hands. But of course, that evening as well, as always, I always announced the wild card to return back to the GBR Atlas International. Last year, it was Abby, which is why Abby joined you uh, at the Atlas 2019. And of course, on that um, rooftop bar, I announced that it would be yourself as the wildcard winner rejoining Team GB, which means now you already knew in a year in advance that you will be coming back to the Atlas to defend your title as the feature pro champion with your flight and accommodation funded, and you'll be rejoining Team GB the following year. So my question is this now. We've we've been talking about in your in your head, you know, you can be you can be thinking, you know what? Oh, um, I'm just I put my best, and we'll see how it goes. And the part of your head is saying, you know what? No, you got this. Now you're a champion. Now you're you're the current Atlas champion. Going in 2020, well, you are in 2020 now, and you got you got a title to defend. 
what's your thinking behind now for 2020? Are we, is my sense thinking all day long is defend the title and do everything possible? Um, or we, or we... Oh, I think the, I think it's never that it's not that. I think the mindset is 100% all that. It's just self-doubt, isn't it, sometimes? So where's and the self-doubt come it, from then? Give it a... um, I think it's human. I think I think it's human, but you've just got to kick it. I think a lot of people don't kick their self-doubt, and, and that's why they don't do things that scare them. Um, like, all of this scares me. It terrifies me. The commitment I've got to put into this... Um, is is scary so there's that bit of you that's just going yeah that you've just got to kick out (laughs) and believe you can so I believe I can and I will work my ass off well hopefully not ass off (laughs) um hopefully ass off yeah but I'll say you're you're, you're a glute guide you want ass on now (laughs) yeah yeah it's definitely not ass off it's it's, yeah yeah ass ass on (laughs) um so yeah, I'm I'm completely focused. That never changes anyway. So I just have to kick those, kick that self doubt out. Like I think we all have to do. Um, is and maybe maybe it doesn't come when you're. I don't know. Uh, I don't. When does it not come? I think it always comes. You've just got to know what to do with it. Which is, I think I do a pretty good job of it most of the time. Um, so yeah, at the moment I am. Yeah, I'm training really hard, which is really nice. Um, I've got a plan in place for what I want to change and what I want to do um, this year um, and what I want to achieve. So, and I know what I need to do in order to do that. So, that is what I'm doing. Um, and that's started, kind of started straight after, really. I mean, I relaxed a little bit, obviously, traveling around America, but I still hit a few gyms out there and I've come back and continued to train um I did get I was a little bit or I did give my body a little bit of a rest um not really down to me actually well yes down to me I had tattoos so I had to give it a bit of a rest um but I'm back to training heavy again uh or back to train hard um back to eating the right things after the Christmas break and all of the rubbish <laughs> um not to say there isn't still rubbish but I'm back to having a little bit of a cleaner diet which is good um and being on a real off season, so I've got. Uh, I'm back to being on plan with Nathan, which is, yeah, yeah that feels really good. And it's, and it's so, worth going back to the point as well. I do have to keep reiterating this point, but we must never forget your first ever show was August 2018. You made your NFL UK debut. I think it was like May, June, actually. Was it? Was, 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 it? That, was that the show? I think so. I was, I swear, I thought it was August. Was mm, no, I think no, I think it was June, May, June. And that, well, that, that was the ultimate, or was it a different show? Fitness. Yeah, that was it. I'm cutting a few months away. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's say your first NFMUK show was October 20, 2018. And then literally 13 months later, you're in America <laughs> winning the Atlas title. And uh, it's... Uh, I mean, I, I, what I will say on my point as well, because, of course... I, I've I met you at the October show. I saw your know, physique, and you come in second. And I wouldn't even know that you were gutted because you know you you were just so happy for Abby and the first of your prizes. It just looked like you know what this is just I've gone over and beyond what I expected. So I'm just happy with the result. And then of course I knew when I called your name out in Night Champions that this could hit you because you missed out missed out eight months ago. It's twice you missed out to a ticket to America, and as 
the NFABK brand gets bigger and bigger, we get more and more competitors, as does the quality. So therefore, sometimes it will get more and more difficult. But what you kept doing is you came back, defended your pro titles, and only just missed out. And then after all that, despite, obviously, yes, getting your ticket to America when Lexi forfeited, you then just tear up the script, blow, you know, blow everyone's minds. Everyone completely forgets that there's another competitor in Scarlet come on the stage and then clearly wowed all the judges, the audience, effortless posing, which, like I said, you know, if you, if, if you ever do post that video of your first ever posing session versus you posing on stage, it is just two complete different people. And what's even more scary is it's like a, a year, a year uh, 16, 15 months difference. Um, yeah. And it was incredible as well just to see your transformation, see your journey. And then, of course, like I've said in, my, in the first podcast, I'm, I'm in the audience and I'm seeing you and Abby on stage holding hands. I'm thinking deja vu is happening all over again. Is Scar's going to lose out again? And then, of <laughs> course, you come out as the winner, becoming the first ever Atlas title. And everybody was ecstatic for you. And it really... It makes 2020 uh-huh. even more intriguing because um, I know I know the girls will compete in at night champions. I know some of the people will be returning to the Atlas, but of yeah. course, the reality is you are the one with the bullseye behind your back now because you are the highest ranked GBO competitor, and it's going to be exciting now because you've just got November 2020 to look forward to. I do, yeah, definitely, and a lot of work to do between now and then. <laughs> So, what, what with the um, you've won the title. So, where do you improve? What's what's the judges said that you you need to focus on? Um, so, I I still want to ask for some feedback anyway. So, because obviously I have one. So, uh, not knowing if I would uh, be able to come back and compete, but yeah, I still went for feedback because that's that's the right thing to do, isn't it? So, if they're there, um, so the, yeah, they said that I needed to. Well, not I need to. If I'm going to improve anything, then to make my back part of my body as strong as my front. They said I've got a really great strong front front physique, but I could improve my glutes, um, hamstring tying. So that is my biggest goal for this year, um, and I I was aware of that already. Um, so that's kind of quite nice in that that was my feedback because that's something I had already started working on last year so yes that's my biggest goal for this year I guess um I don't know if you've seen I've started this group goals thing up um so I was thinking I'm going to be doing that this year um it's not obviously I I don't just go and train my glutes Uh, I still train everything else I've just upped the intensity a little bit um on them so I thought I'd just kind of reach out to ladies out there and see if anybody fancies joining me whilst I'm training. So um, lots, of, I know lots of people set goals uh, and it's not just in January, it's going to be throughout the year to go on diets or lose weight or start going to the gym or, and lots will buy memberships and lots will uh, buy diets or get, or go on a diet or go have a PT lesson or, and they're all great things. Um, but obviously, unless somebody actually thinks or believes that they can do something, they're not going to do it because they don't believe it. So there's no value in it. So uh, 
and that's why I go back to like kind of what I was saying as well like I, I consciously self-talk the right talk because I know that's what's going to get me the the right behavior from me as well and I think it's the same with people so um I thought I'd try a bit of a, a different approach to helping people uh change their lifestyle I guess because um going to the gym for me or being introduced to the gym was like being given the best therapy ever without realizing um and it's like it's, it doesn't mean that going to gyms like always fun I don't walk in there and get really excited it's not some sometimes I go in and it's actually tough and I don't generally want to be there but I do it and the reward I get from that is internally is is really big um and so I want to help other people experience that and I've been thinking all the different ways that I can do that in my life uh, or how I'm going to do that what what's going to be my approach to it and so I came up with this idea around well why don't I bring people together as a community uh lots of all those other women out there who are if I take myself back to when I first went into a gym who are feeling how I did uh conscious that people are looking maybe only wanting to go into the the cardio room being scared about lifting weights unsure what to do uh all the things that come with come with that and then um not having anybody maybe that they know that does it or that's interested in it because their friends don't do it or um so I thought why not bring all those people together and why don't I share what I do and it doesn't mean that they've got to do what I do because a lot of people would find obviously that very difficult because um I've been training for years so but what I'm doing is sharing what I'm doing and sharing some way of them being able to record that information and bringing those people together so that we can inspire and motivate and each other. Um, and so I'm going to do it in eight-week chunks. So I've done the first chunk. I brought these ladies in and I'm bringing them in for free at this point. And I mean, my ultimate goal is that, obviously, this would be a business of mine. This would be something I, this would be my, my business. I'm qualified life coach now. I will be qualified in NLP soon. And I think those skills that I've learned is I'm going to use with the other skills and knowledge that I have um to to form form this business so yeah there's still time to sign up i imagine by the time this podcast is up as well um so i'm going to let ladies join for the next week and then we're going to finish at the end of february and then i will start again for the beginning of march um but anybody that joins in january is going to be taken on for free um and the ladies are loving it so far i've got great feedback they're all really really um enjoying being part of this group already We're already gone to the gym and have eaten better and have looked after themselves a bit better and are feeling feeling happy um they're they're all engaged and talking to one another and uh, i did my first live meeting yesterday and it went really well and everyone seemed to really love it um so yeah so if there's anybody out there that does want to join me that likes the sound of this um then please please check out my website <laughs> I'm sure that you get player takers join Miss Atlas. So uh, I no doubt. I think uh, doing you know doing this service guide as well and getting people to join your journey just helps your motivation as well. So it's less about your own transformation, but also seeing other people's transformation as well. And that's a huge motivation driver. I remember I did a podcast with Kyle, um, who was obviously out of Team GB as well. He came forth for the Atlas, and he said something similar that it was other people's transformation as well as his own transformation, which was his motivation driver, um, is getting other people yeah. to be part of his journey as well as him being part of other people's journey. Part of theirs. Um, and it's really lovely. 
it's it's really rewarding. When I got off the live um, Facebook yesterday, I I just thought inside if I only help it, one person, if I make a difference in their life, then then it's all been a, then it's been a success anyway. <laughs> then then it's been an absolute success. Um, and I feel like I already am. So yeah, it's yeah, it's really nice. It's 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 a very rewarding feeling. Cool. Okay, well I'll tell you what, we're nearly at one hour, but I'm gonna give you twenty seconds to tell us <laughs> what can we expect from Scarlett when she returns to the GBO stage at the Atlas in twenty twenty. Oh, just just bigger and better. <laughs> um yeah, better, improved, even more so. Um, a big thank you to Scarlett Connor for joining me for episode five of That Guy for NFMUK. Incredible to think that 18 months ago, she was a complete novice in the sport, a beginner. Fast forward 18 months later, have you ever heard of a story where someone in that time has now qualified to compete in America, fully funded, and win a prestigious international title. That was the Atlas Pro title. $3,000 and also a fully funded ticket to return to the Atlas later this year to represent Great Britain. Last year was full of competitors persevering through setbacks. It takes a special someone to flip a setback on his head and turn that into a comeback in such a short space of time. Kyle Green did that. He lost out in 2018, came back in 2019 to win his ticket to America. Kimberly Taylor made her NFMUK debut at Night Champions last year, missed out on the ticket to America, returned at the Super Showdown to come second in the pro overalls and win her ticket to America. Same thing happened to Prada. Last year was his first ever year, just like Kimberly, in competing. Missed out on the ticket at Night Champions, returned to the Super Showdown four months later to win his ticket, coming second in the pro overalls. Who can forget Elliot? Missed out on the ticket once again, nine champions, losing to Kyle in the pro men's speech class, came back into the Super Showdown, persevered through four months, extended his season, won both his pro classes and won the pro overall title, winning his ticket to America, where he came second at the Atlas. In the end, key traits all these guys had. Hard work, dedication, perseverance, a positive mindset, and was able to flip a setback in making it a positive comeback. Yes, sometimes experience will play a key, but don't forget, last year was Kimberly's and Prada's first ever year in competing. Scott has only been competing for 18 months. Kyle's still very much a novice, and he's a two-time pro overall champion with NFMUK. In the end, it comes down to how hard are you willing to work. Not just in the gym, not just in the kitchen, but life overall. If you can focus on turning setbacks into comebacks, you can accept failure, you can accept a defeat, but allow that to strive you on, to push you on, then absolutely, whatever goal you set yourself can always be achieved. But you start with being able to persevere through the hard times, because eventually, when you get to those good times, you can look back on the journey and that journey has made you what you are to that point. So once again, guys, any feedback on the episodes, please let me know. Maybe if there's a special guest you would like us to uh, get on the podcast or a certain topic you'd like us to talk about. But until then, make sure to tune in to our next episode next week. 
If you haven't listened to any of the past four episodes, do give them a listen too. Until then, that's that guy from NFMK signing out.